All right, hold on. Oh boy! Welcome back to the Gentleman's Dojo. Hello, Stephen. Great to see you, Gary. Good to see you, buddy. I love you. Uh, yeah, we we've gotten a few of these in the bag. Just you and I. We're, yeah. we're missing our good buddy Patrick Keen. Buddy. But we got to get right into this today. Let's do it. By we the way, this very- is uh, our guest today. Uh, is the only one that has not done our show. We've uh, had the other three boys on. No, we've had two. No, that is not true. We've had them all. No. Nope. Oh, oh, no, no, no. You're right. I, I, I guarantee you this to be fact. Q did our show a long time ago. One of the early ones I where you guys were talking about the price is right. I don't think you're Abs- right about no, that. No, I know this I don't to think be you're fact. right about that. Look. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're super excited. <laughs> we have the only one that matters. Yes. Today from the Impractical Jokers. I had the pleasure of touring with this gentleman. We both had the pleasure of watching their episodes countless numbers of times backstage in our green rooms waiting for our show. From the Impractical Jokers, Mr. James Murray. James! Oh, yeah. Hello, gentlemen. Happy New Year, why, bud. Why the, hell am, why the hell am I the last one on this podcast? This is not I, true. I don't think we've had Q on. I'm uh, telling you. Do you We haven't had Q on. Who? I, I thought it was Q who called no, in. No, it was Sal. No, no, no. Like, wait. Sal's been on twice. Oh, has he? Yes, you're wrong. I thought when you guys were on The Price is Right, you guys were singing Let's Get Sexy. I thought that that was <laughs> Q. Yeah. Who called in to talk about that episode? Probably episode no, it was, twenty. I, yeah, that was Sal. But okay. um, hey, well, fuck you. Yeah, well, yeah. No, <laughs> no, in fairness, Murr. Basically, basically the, re- the, re- the reason I'm here today is to reiterate reiterate what Gary just said. Fuck you. No, fuck him. <laughs> no, in fairness, we did try to get Murr on uh, maybe a couple months ago, and there it was, was our a fault. Snafu yeah. here. Yes. Yeah, there was a few things wrong with the soundboard oh, and everything. Right. But... Yes. Yes. So this was this has been, I think, two or three times in the making, and it's finally happening. It's finally happening. And we can't thank you enough. And you're in the middle of shooting, correct? Right now, is that correct? Yeah, we're filming season seven right now. My God. We are hot at work, and we uh, we actually start tonight. We're um, tonight we have uh, you know we do the, like some of the small podcast shows that are like super improv. We have no script, no nothing. It's like a little pop up show in New York. We start tonight creating all the new material for the new tour that we're doing. We started, we, we premiered the new tour in July of this year. So pretty exciting night. We hate to be a buzzkill, but uh, there's a uh, there's kind of a snippet going on in your phone. I mean, you got Impractical Jokers money. What the hell? <laughs> this is Boost Mobile? Come on now. I, <laughs> you know what it is? I, uh, I have no cell phone reception in my apartment. So I have to, if I need to make a reliable phone call, I must call people from Skype. I'm not joking. Is that true? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, wow. That's, that's true. So, so we're, we're now using the technology of Skype. If you hear a blipping, that's not me. Blame Skype. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> that's we'll, great. <laughs> we're we're going we're gonna to power through. We still, yeah. We're, we're, we're still professionals. Here. So, okay. I so find, is, is it terrible, gentlemen? If it's terrible, I'll move to another floor where I have reception. Seriously. Yeah. Well, I, I want to ask you, uh, what goes into... Um, developing the new live show for you guys because as someone who's toured with you guys and have, and as a friend and as a fan that's come out and seen you guys perform, what goes into it? Um, is it total collaborative effort? Is Sal implementing some thoughts because he's doing more stand-up or is it, you know, how does it all generate? Uh, it's an interesting process. We, we, we've kind of developed our, our own kind of unique way of creating the material and it's, I, I, uh, you guys can tell me better 
about the actual way stand-ups really create material like this, but the way we do it is we do these secret shows. We just riff and talk about anything we want Mm -hmm. for like an hour and a half. We do like 20 of those shows, uh, and then we watch all the shows. We literally pull together five minutes from this show, six minutes from that show, three minutes from there, and we put it together and figure out what the thematic thread is for the whole thing. And what, what really what our point of view is for that show and um, and how each section connects. You know, basically we just pull the funny stuff together over many, many shows and create a brand new theater show from that. So you know, it takes like six months to do the whole process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's so funny. I will say this, and here's what I know about you. I remember the last time I saw you guys, well, you did Conan, but then I saw you guys when you were doing that big event during Comic-Con at – uh, Petco Field down in San Diego. And here's what I know about yeah. you, and tell me if this is correct. Uh, out of all the guys, I think you are the guy that loves the f- – and I'm not I'm not taking anything away from the other three guys, but you're the guy, even while those other two – because I remember um, I remember uh, one of the guys wasn't there. Who wasn't there? It was, uh, uh, it was you, Q, and Sal. Right, 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 right. Uh, Joe wasn't there. He was having a baby. But I remember – during all the breaks, like whenever you guys had a few minutes of downtime just to grab a drink or, or just relax for a few seconds, you were still out there just taking pictures and high-fiving people and just being on stage. Like, like you are the guy that just absolutely loves to be enthralled 24-7. Uh, I, I'm not sure if that's a compliment or not. <laughs> no, I think it's, it's a, a I think it's a compliment, yeah. The, the, guy, the guys would say it's because I'm an egotistical asshole. That's why I'm saying I'm not sure that I take it. Uh, I, I, I actually think it's part of the job. I think it's um, I think it's the uh, when people meet us, they feel like they they know us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they feel like we are regular guys, and we are regular guys, which you guys know. Um, and I think it's important to keep that going. That that feeling like holy shit, these guys are real. They're not celebrities. They're not you know. They haven't gotten too big for their fans. I think it's really, really, really important. Yeah, so, no, I, um, I think it's definitely a compliment, and that's why I say it because I think, you know, there, there were moments where you could have just caught your breath and just if relaxed and done some downtime. But, like, you're literally – because you know how important it is. I mean, it's so hard to reach a level of success and to get it, and now you're there, and you're like, oh, my God, I just want to enjoy – every moment of this. I want to maintain this. I mean, it's so hard to not only A, get a TV show made, get it on the air, get it picked up for another season. So the fact that you get to enjoy it just it bodes well for all of you guys. Yeah, I, I think it's what keeps the show going. I really do, you know, and that's why the, the live tour is so important too. I think you know, getting out there, we, we could, it's so funny. When we created the live tour, it was a very different network at the time. And, um, and the old president of the network threatened, uh, sent cease and desist letters to the comedy clubs that we crazy. were performing at, saying, you know, it, it was crazy, crazy. And then we, we, we said, we're doing it, we're touring anyway. Uh, and uh, then, of course, the tour grew and grew and grew. And I think the tour is part of the reason why the show stays relevant and stays in people's minds. You know, I, I think the two go hand in hand. So, well, and I think part of that is that, is it that we're out there with, we're out there meeting fans. Yeah, by the way, Mert, it's not like you're doing just a kind of a a little dog and pony show tour. I mean, these are fucking arena (laughs) shows. I mean, this isn't, you know what I mean? Like that, it's beyond crazy that, you know, I mean, it just, it's, because by the way, we both know this, 
How many hidden camera shows have come and gone, couldn't Completely. sustain? How many people watch your show? Oh, I could do that. Well, if you could do it, you know, I mean, obviously go do it. So, I mean, it just it, it, it's proof positive to you guys and you guys as buddies that there's there's this magic there between you guys chemistry-wise. Thanks. I appreciate that. And Steve, man, how fun. How fun was the U.K. tour together? That U.K. tour was was one of the best times I've had professionally, just the camaraderie and you guys welcoming, welcoming me. But to go back to Gary's point, you know, that was something I, I wanted. I was going to address on my own, but I, I was really just kind of blown away at how how receptive you are uh, to to the fans, because I, I think pretty much after every show, you were one of the few guys that went out. Everybody has different ways of coming down after show. But I think the show ended and you thought, no, the show's still going on. Our work here is not done. And you went out almost, I think, every show and went up to those people that are freezing outside, standing outside in the rain. And you went through and shook hands and made face and took took pictures. And you reminded me of this Jack Lemon quote years ago. I remember Jack Lemon said, you know, when somebody meets a celebrity, you have three seconds to make them happy the rest of their lives that whenever they think about you. <laughs> and you you embody yeah. that. And I, I was so impressed by the presence you have online in terms of engagement with the fans uh, as someone who's just yeah. I, I was blown away by it. Interestingly, uh, three seconds uh, to make somebody happy is pretty much my day in life. <laughs> 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 you know, pretty much, pretty much my sexual history. <laughs> in fairness, I three seconds to make it happen. In fairness, Murr was not out there alone doing the meet and greet. Steve was out there selling his CDs. Okay, <laughs> shut up, Gary. <laughs> shut Trying up. to pawn off his bumper stickers. Now, <laughs> what I'm, I'm. Uh, I got to ask you, you, you guys have conquered the stage. You guys have, I mean, you're doing, you a told cruise? me five shows. <laughs> uh, you're doing a cruise. You're doing Jesus five Christ. shows to the O2 Arena within one year. That's, I mean, I don't think Coldplay has done that. What is the next territory you guys are going to take over? Is it is it Australia? Is it India? Like, what's next for you guys in terms of your global domination? Did, did, you, did you just choose those two countries randomly, or <laughs> I, I, I'm like, where else can I, they? Where else can they go? Th- th- you know, those are, those are literally, literally the next two. Steve. Oh okay. wow! Okay, that, that, that's why <laughs> I guess like, those. That's insane. No joke. Those are the next two. So we, we get our biggest market. Believe it or not, is India. It, it's the number one. We get so much fan mail from India. It's it's it blows away. The amount of fan mail we get from anywhere else. It really does. Wow. And the show is the top show. It's the top show on Comedy Central in, in India. So our Indian fans are, are, are overwhelmingly engaged, you know, with, with us on social media. So yeah. we're, uh, we're planning on doing a tour there. I'm, I'm hoping it comes together this year. We're trying. And then Australia, the amount of fan mail we get from Australia is insane, too. So this year we're hoping to do a couple things. We're hoping to do... We're hoping to do an episode in Australia, and then piggybacking on filming the episode there, we would do a live tour, and then on the way back, we'd hit India and do a couple shows in India uh, uh, while, you know, we're right after we filming, film the Australia episode. So those two those two countries go hand in hand. They will literally do the same tour. Jeez. So pretty wild guess that you know. Unbelievable. Well, yeah. I, I, yeah, I was just, I, I, I don't know. I, I thought about, I saw this thing on India and the population. It's going to have the world's largest amount of people in any country in the world. I just thought of India. I, and then and I will ask Murr for you. He wonders how India would receive Sausage Party. Okay. Would there be Shut a Shut up, Gary. Carolyn Kumar, easy. Okay. Romeo Horsecock. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Now, Murr. You're doing arena. Steve's looking at <laughs> the Dayton Funny Bone. <laughs> 
Shut up. Everybody's good. <laughs> you're, you're, you're an author as well. Can you tell us about the book you've written with, with your, with your <laughs> co-writer? Thanks for asking. That's very cool. Of course. Uh, the, 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 uh, the story of the book, Steve, I'm not sure. I think you and I might have talked about this briefly uh, when we were on tour together. But yeah. um, the, story of the, book, the story of the book is uh, literally 14 years ago. I, uh, my friend dared me. I had this idea for like a really scary short story. Mm-hmm. So my buddy dared me to write it. So I, I wrote it in like a day or two. I sent it to him. He calls me back like 20 minutes later and says, holy shit, this, this is a really good story. What's the story around it? This is actually a book. And I thought about it and I was like, you're right. This is a small little chapter of what could be an entire book based around what this event is. Mm-hmm. So I spent uh, a year writing the book in 2004. And, you know, like I said before, the guys and I are regular guys. We have, no, we have no uncle in the business. We didn't have any agents or managers. We had no connections at all. And I certainly had no connections in publishing in the slightest, right? And 2004 is really before the time of self-publishing came around. You know, it wasn't really into its own yet. That wasn't really, it was kind of like an embarrassing path forward, if you will, mm-hmm. you know? So I was like, all right, I'm going to try to get this book published. I'm going to send it out to every literary agent, every book publisher. I'm going to write query letters, do the whole thing. And I went through the whole process. And no joke, I couldn't get a single person to read the book. Right. I couldn't get them to read it. Couldn't get them to read it. It got sent back to me unopened from every agent, from every <laughs> publisher. And I couldn't get like, God damn, this is a good book, you know? It's scary as hell. It takes place in the subways. The first book is like this kind of very tight, fast-paced thriller. It takes place in the subways. Uh, there are monsters involved. There are laser beams involved. It's very exciting. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and so it's kind of sat in my computer for literally the next decade. Right. And uh, about a year, uh, last year, the guy said to me, uh, why don't you do something with that book? I was kind of like, so much of your life becomes about one thing. You know, so much about Jokers and the tour. And I was going a little bit crazy in my brain uh, that I needed uh, another creative outlet that uh, as well. You know, I was kind of like, unlike the guys, you know, the guys have love in their lives. They have family, they have friends. I have none of those things. So I need, <laughs> you know, I need something to keep my mind going. You know? I was like, you know what? I want to write this book. I want to get this book published. I reached out to Harper Collins uh, uh, through our now agents from the, because this is the success of the TV show. Mm-hmm. Harper Collins, I, I met with him on a Friday. On Monday, I had an offer for the book. Wow. It was, it was, so, it was so fast. So, so uh, I teamed up with a great best-selling author. His name's Darren Weirhouse. He's a, a fan of the show. He's a, a, a British guy. lives in Manchester. We get along famously. Him and I together polished up the book because I wrote it 14 years ago. You know, we polished the book together, and uh, and then we put it up on pre-sale and uh, through uh, HarperCollins. And and I don't know if I told you this, Steve, but the the, the publisher uh, has ordered two more for me. It's going to be a trilogy. Oh wow! Uh, so uh, so every year for the next three years there'll be a new awake. The book is called Awaken. Uh, it comes out this June, and uh, every year, every summer for the next three years there'll be a new Awaken book, and we just optioned it as a TV series as well. So wow, geez, I mean, is this something you had thought the, in two thousand four, or even a, with the ascension of the Jokers, that at some point best-selling author would be associated with your name as well? Well, I, 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 I no, no. <laughs> No, I, I, I just wanted to, you know, I don't know. I, what drives any of us? I just wanted to create something really scary. Yeah. You know? That's, that's it. You, 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 you hope that it's going to go the distance. And, 
and then you switch to marketing afterward. But when I wrote it, I just wanted to scare the shit out of people. Well, right. hey, really... if you want something scary, why don't you publish Steve Burns' website tour dates? Okay. Hello. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Gary. Can't publish what's not there. Now, let me just okay. say this, Mark. Jeez, I mean, you're taking work from everybody. <laughs> you're the fucking Ryan Seacrest of the Jokers. What's I, I, I'm waiting for Murr to be like, hey, I'm on Broadway next week, too. I'm in Hamilton. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, man. Slow the roll. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not joking with you. I have I have something to tell you. Okay? Oh, fuck. It's, it's similar to Broadway. This is not a joke. Okay. Steve Byrne, Gary Cadden, this is not a joke. Okay. This year, this year I'm, I'm breaking news for you right now. Okay? This, oh. this is like, you know, never go. Uh, this year, I'm going to do a one-night only uh, theater sh- show. It's going to be Yanni and Murr Live. <laughs> what? <laughs> I am not fucking with you. Yanni? You know, of course, Yanni. Uh, of course. famous uh, musician. He's been famous for three decades now, right? He got, yeah. hit, he got uh, hit by the bird on the Ferris he wheel. He played the goddamn Acropolis, right? He played the Acropolis. The man's, the man's you know, mega famous, beyond anything we could have ever imagine. He, uh, him and I, he's never in his life shared the stage with anyone. Him and I are going to do, do, he's do a doing it. show one night. So he's... It's Yanni and Murr live one night only. I'm like the MC of the night. And uh, there might be some surprises throughout the night uh, for fans as well. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be kind of like Yanni Unplugged. He's never he's shared the stage with anyone. Yeah, it's going to be... Uh, and... I don't know if he'll be on Broadway, but it's close. It's going to be that kind of scale. One night only. Yanni and Murr live. What? what Jesus I'm, I'm not joking. <laughs> That sounds awesome. What night, what night, Mur? What night is this? That's a tour shirt I want. Our teams are putting together the uh, the right venue now and the right uh, date. So what is the right venue for this, by the way? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking, I'm thinking we, I think we do Central Park. I'll, uh, you know, when, uh, <laughs> you know, Simon and Garfunkel played, played, you know, same kind of thing. Wow, that's crazy. Jeez. Well, I, I think... If if this last year has taught us anything, anything is possible. And yeah. Yanni and Murr, um, uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I want that tour T-shirt. I will wear that tour T-shirt. That tour T-shirt will be my proudest tour T-shirt. <laughs> the perfect tour T-shirt. You guys remember the movie uh, uh, Face Off with Nicholas Cage? Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah. And uh, we have we and John Travolta. We have how, how the the poster was their two half half of their faces. <laughs> we, we have. Half, and then me bald on the other side of the poster. <laughs> By the way, in fairness, now hearing about this, adding to the, the, the fuel to the fire and the tour and the show, I, I don't feel bad for you that you don't have a girlfriend. I don't feel bad at all. I don't, yeah. feel, I don't feel bad that you're loveless, that you have no friends. I don't give a shit. You know what? I'm married, but oh. I'm heading to a coin star machine after this interview, so <laughs> you can go fuck yourself, Murph. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't want you guys to get the wrong idea. From my life. You can take your money and do whatever you want. <laughs> Steve and I are working night. in Fresno this weekend. <laughs> At night, I lay, I lay in bed alone, reading chapters of my own book. <laughs> <laughs> Wondering how it's going to turn out. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, Murr, we cannot thank you enough for calling in. Uh, we we know you're you're a busy guy. We don't want to take really. too much time, but please, just <laughs> he's getting ready to tour with Yanni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's unbelievable. Uh, um, we appreciate you calling in from underwater, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from the dunk tank. <laughs> but honestly, we love you. We thank you. We wish you continued success, especially hey, to guys, the global I, domination. I, I will share with you. You are two of my favorite people in the planet. And Gary, I know we we we, we know each other, uh, you know, pretty well. But Stephen, we go way way back. Obviously, we, yep. we shared a lot of memories together. And uh, two of my favorite people that I respect greatly. And uh, as soon as you said yeah, we want you, we want you to be on the podcast, of course I would love oh. to be anytime you have me. Uh, I love you guys today. I remember when I met those two for the first time. It was uh, Joe and Murr. They yeah. crashed the Conan rap party in San Diego. Like I had trouble getting my wife in, and I work on the show, and I'm looking. <laughs> yeah. Those two are there, and I was like, "How'd you guys get in? Do you know somebody at TBS?" They're like we walked right in. And I remember my favorite moment was I was talking to the two, and Joe says to Murr, "Hey Murr, give him your number so he has it." And I'm sure like it was probably a goof, yeah, because <laughs> they like they didn't know me, and and like Murr was like, "All right, here it is." <laughs> Just like, I'll never forget. It's like, "Hey, give this guy your number." But that's, that's, Joe, that's Joe's way of saying he doesn't want your number. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was wise enough to think Murr doesn't want to give me his number. It's really, really funny. But you guys have been super nice anytime Always. that I've seen you, anytime that we've run into each other. And uh, I'm a huge fan. My wife loves you guys. And every time I turn on True TV, there, there you guys right are. And uh, couldn't be happier for you guys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, Murr. We love you, buddy. We'll see you soon. Love you too. All right, bud. Bye, Bye bud. <laughs> James Murray, the Impractical Jokers. Uh, yeah, I just wrote that Broadway thing, thinking it was a big goof. And, uh, and oh, he's you're doing not it. Believe this. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, <laughs> look, those guys are. I think they're successful. They're super successful. Then there's uber successful, and those guys have struck a chord, not just with, you know, folks in this country, but globally. Unbelievable. Guys, I did double check uh, while you were talking to him. You've not had Q on. so We he, haven't. We haven't had Q last. I was right. Uh, but I thought, I wonder who that was. when It you, was Sal. It was Sal. Sal. Oh, so Sal's done it a couple times when you guys yeah. talked about the Price is Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. By the way, uh, those guys, and again, that's a show to the Jokers where I'm sure there's so many copycats that are like, we can do that shit. We can go into a Target and just Completely, videotape yeah. it. It's all bullshit. You know what I mean? But like, you know, it's like, I'm talking to you, Carbonaro Effect. But I will tell you, <laughs> I don't even know what that show is. But uh, It's The Magician. Oh, right? it is? Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. There we go. Well, Steve, we yep. want to thank uh, James Murray from The Impractical Jokers. Good dude. And uh, thank you for calling in underwater from the dunk tank. That yeah, that was... Jesus uh, Christ. There was a, but, it, you know, it's one of those episodes I guess you're going to have to strain to, to to understand him. But I was able to hear him. I, I was able to understand him, yeah. yeah. So we saw, we we, are, we apologize for the multi-millionaire's bad yeah. connection. Yeah. Um, there are some, some guests that we've had on in the past. We wish their phones would do that. Okay. Yeah. I know where this is going. No, you don't even know where no, it's going. I know where it's going. <laughs> Relax with the Gene, Gene Kelly book. Staying okay. in the rain. All right, anyways, where can they find you? Canon Comedy, and I love you, Steven. Yes. You cut that off before. Citizen Keen. Citizen Keen. We miss Patrick Keen. Sure Keen hasn't been able to be here. Uh, and again, uh, Las Vegas is coming up. We're doing mm-hmm. a benefit for the uh, Clark County Victims Fund. Uh, Tuesday the 16th, uh, downtown Fremont Country Club in Las Vegas. Come on out for that. And then we got Atlanta Punchline, Comedy Store, La Jolla, Albany, Huntsville, Alabama, Portland, Oregon. Wise Guys, Salt Lake City. Go to SteveBurnLive.com for all the tour dates. And thank you guys for listening. Subscribe, rate, review us on iTunes. Thanks for listening to Gentleman's Dojo.
and the steel.